Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. So, is there any advice you would like to give authors about working with publishers? You've, you've touched on a little bit of that already, but is there anything specific you would like authors to know? Um, I think just be realistic. You know, be honest with yourself about the criticism you get um, because you're going to put it out there. You're going to put a book out there and the publisher should, by all definition, be on your side. <laughs> so they're not giving you the criticism because they're telling you for something they're not you're not worthy it's they're trying to build the right um right image right product right profile for you for your book um particularly if you're a new author because you've got to stand out you've really got a small opportunity to stand out in a big market um i think a lot of new authors forget that they they feel that they might write the book and it'll get to the bookstore and be a bestseller and it'll destiny will happen yeah um it doesn't always work that way uh most writers will usually get to about six or seven books, maybe ten books, before um, they are built in a, in a stronger profile and built in a stronger sales <laughs> sales area. Um, I think two percent of writers globally actually live off their writing full time. Um, what so was that percentage? About two percent. Wow, two yeah, percent. Actually live yeah. off it full time. Um, out of the number, now we're talking about the number of writers that classify themselves as writers and authors. Sure, now. sure. 20 years ago, it was about probably 18%. And <laughs> but I'd now, say J.K. Rollins probably takes up a big chunk of that 2%. Yeah, J.K. Rollins, Stephen King, Dan Brown. You can walk into a book and name the top 10 um, very easily. We've all seen yeah. their names in the last 30 yeah, years. Yeah. And the interesting thing is they've been there for 30 years. Yeah. And that's what a new author has to understand. It took them 30 years to be our yeah. every name. Um, yeah. New authors break out, and there's new authors, Jane Harper, there's new authors happening in Australia all the time. Yeah. Um, and that's awesome. Yeah. But the percentage, like to sell, I think the ratio at the moment is to sell, to be a best-selling author in Australia, uh, you have to sell 10,000 copies. Right. Um, as a new author, uh, most of our authors, our goal is usually between 1,000 to 1,500 first round selling books. Like okay. just to set them up. And that's just intro- that's an introductory sale model. Yeah. If we do a well sale, that's conservative. If we do a well selling book, um, yep. well, that double or triples, and that's great. That's that's for us in our mm-hmm. That's a new author's best selling author's market, and that's what they and that encourages them. Yeah. Um, COVID has affected sales, of course. A lot of agencies yeah. and businesses had to adapt quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think bookstores being closed down took everyone by surprise for yeah, a while. Right. Business and libraries, yeah. um, so we had to adapt all of that. But yeah, um, yeah for um, for authors. I'd say, yeah, just um, be realistic with yourself um, and and trust your publisher. Um, it is hard. Um, I have I have authors who, who talk to me and they say that I'm a bit I'm a bit salesy in the way I talk. I'm passionate. I'm enthusiastic. So I have a salesman's nature. I've done for a long time, I guess. Um, so everything I can say sounds like a spin. But the thing is that if that if 
if I wasn't that way, would you have confidence in me that's selling right. you? So that's the issue. You've got a way up. Like for you, I might not be the right personality, but for your book and your and your business of selling it, I might be the best personality. So that's again looking at the publishing personality yeah. as much as the author's personality that marry up. But I'll say something to that because I'm a salesman. I've been a salesman for many years, and I've had discussions with publishers where I've actually thought this I could sell better than this guy like I'm not a genius but it, you, it was very clear that this person wasn't a sales person in right. any way yeah. you know yeah and I just thought man if if I sign with them this book will go nowhere because <laughs> I don't I don't value their ability to take it to market that's maybe that sounds a bit arrogant I don't mean for it to sound arrogant but well no if you're paying a salesman someone. yeah I see it yeah. in people yeah. If you're investing in the in the process as well, because um, that's the hybrid model. If you're investing yeah. in that option, self-publishing element, who's paying someone to print and promote your book, or or something else is happening. Yes, if you don't have that confidence, yeah. um, I agree. I've I've been the same. I've had many. You know, I've had job interviews where I've stopped and said, "Look, yeah. you know, I don't really want to work for you because I don't believe that you offer me the opportunities where my personality will shine." Yeah. Um, and that's what you've got to identify, and that's knowing yourself and being realistic knowing your product. So you know your book needs work, great, be honest, great, let's work on it together. That's working to the goal and we'll have a good product and we'll both make money. So, And I know. think um, if I can if I can add one bit to that, it's, I think sometimes we all, you know, a lot of authors say, I want to get that contract, I desperately want to get that contract. But I think there are times when you got to get that contract and push it back across the table and say, you know what, this isn't the one for me. You know, and just because you've got that contract, does not always mean you should sign it. No, negotiate it, read it, make sure yeah. it's right for you. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so it's it's important that that the author and the publisher align to the same goals and same benefits. And yeah. if the author doesn't push back a little, I think the publisher can take advantage of them, and that's another aspect of the ethics of the publisher. Yeah. So you've got to weigh up, as I said in your investigations, what the legalities, transparency, and effects are, mm-hmm. and push against the measure. You know, is this part negotiable or that part negotiable? Can I have this many copies instead of that many? Can I do this instead of that? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. people just can do that. And there's no reason not to ask. But if, you know, if you let the thing slide, maybe later on you'll think, ah, gosh, I could have done better than that. That's fine. Yeah. Learning, there's no harm in being a bit challenging at the start to find out. Yeah. Getting told no tells you you're at the limits. And sometimes that's good. <laughs> yeah. You, you know you've asked. You know you've that's asked. right. Okay, final question. What makes Shoreline Publishing Group different to other publishers? Gosh, I think I've already answered that in so many ways. Um, you probably have, but let's hear it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think for us, for me, when I started the agency, I'm a writer as well. So when I started the agency, I wanted to get what, I wanted to create what I needed as a writer and give it to the other writers who didn't have it. I also wanted to protect other writers from going overseas. I knew that there was a big risk involved and a lot of cost involved if it went sour. Mm. Um, I spoke to a lot of authors who who have invested overseas and gained nothing. I mean, some uh, horrible amounts of money that had no returns. Um, and they weren't protected by the laws overseas if you know they couldn't really claim or defend themselves. Yeah. So I wanted to create an agency that was, yeah, transparent, compute, able to communicate, I'm able to be personable, have coffee with most of my authors until recently. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and just, unfortunately, it's been like that. Yeah, But but just be able to, um, 
you know, work with them, align with them, understand them. Um, I think working in Australia and having the same Australian uh, surroundings and familiarities, we're able to get along a lot better. Uh, having immediate access to, to them is good. Um, I think they enjoy that. A lot of my writers like the fact that I try to respond very quickly to them and uh, no matter how silly or, or how they think might be silly, it's sometimes important to me because I don't think of something sometimes and go, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I'll, I'll work on that. So I've, part of the, the evolution over the last few years has been what those questions are is design the agency as well. So we keep evolving to suit and fit to our writers' needs um, as much as we try and keep our and build our resellers, um, help them during this time. It's been really challenging for the bookstores and the libraries we know. So um, we've donated a lot of books. We've given a lot of books out there to help bookstores and libraries uh, rebuild and recoup their, their products, um, as well as keeping our brand out there. That's part of it. But um, but yeah, it's, it's important to, um, uh, for us is to just be yeah, communicative, open, and, and I think aligning with our own professionals as well. We've got some wonderful in our team, as, um, Stephanie and, um, and Catherine and Jody and, and everyone who works together to uh, aff- you know, afford the best quality book that we can deliver, yeah. um, we're blessed with. So I think that's important too, and they communicate with our authors directly and then talk about those elements of the books that they're working on. And I think that's good to give the author a comprehensive uh, involvement. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I really want authors to do and learn is, is the publishing part of it. So if they don't use us again and they want to try something else later, they've got more knowledge and they can be more wary of what's important in the process to them um, so they don't get scammed um, yep. and ripped off. Thankfully, a lot of our authors have, have kept with us. They've signed on to a few multiple books, which is nice. Yep. And I think that's good uh, for them. So that's because it compounds and then keeps it more professional because the first question is if people change and move around a lot, even from booksellers and libraries is, why is this author jumping publishers all over the place? Yeah. You know, so there's, there's issues with that. We want to make sure we keep the author profile strong. So yep. yeah, um, we, really we care, I think sounds corny, but um, I really do care about the authors I work with. I want good friends, a good community. Um, and yeah, and those that come to us obviously look for that from us as well. So. Yeah. We care. That sounds like a, a as good a reason as any. I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very corny. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. I think it's great. One of the things that surprised people, a lot of the authors that tell me, uh, is we're really we're very affordable. If I can be blunt too, mm-hmm. there's that's a lot of feedback. Strong is that we've we put and I've only put the price point to the point that models what realistically needs. Because um, one of the strategies I had was if every if every author was to put in a smaller amount, it creates a bigger amount. Mm. That bigger amount gives a bigger profile and a bigger access for everybody else um, involved, mm. if that makes sense. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the definition of that was always just realistic about the costs and just making sure that everyone had a, you know, a, moder- a measured investment and good return potential. That's really the, the main aim. Mm. I have so, one more question for you. Um, no, you, you it's, not, it's not scripted, so you can put it back in earlier. Um, so the one question I had, one extra question I had for you was, I, I, I think what I'm seeing when you look out at the market at the moment at different publishers and things like that, it's like some of them are seeing the author as the customer. And it's like, how much money can I get out of the author as opposed yeah. to how much money can I get out of you know, people reading this book or how, you know, how, how much can we develop this author in this book and, and the group yeah. behind it. What, what do you say to that? Do you see that as well or? Um, 
I do, but then again, I think a lot of agencies are not realistic in their costings and they're using a lot of overseas elements in their agency. Uh, if they're local, I don't know. America and UK have different structures. They have to, they're sort of bound by Amazon and Ingham Spark and other elements that are, that are designed to suit. And they've, if they've built their own in-house publishing process, well, that's, that's a high-end cost to them. Yep. Um, so I don't understand their full dynamics for me. We use a local printer. We've negotiated uh, quantity quantity flows. Uh, we've used local contractors. As I said, freelancers are, are here in Melbourne. So we use and work with our local uh, people um, yep. and we've negotiated contracts that suit the budgets and their project-based contracts. So as long as we've got a funnel of, of writers coming along, then it gets, it gets more affordable, more easy and more accessible. Um, yeah, I think, I think the costing isn't really governed as well in Australia. I think that's the thing that's disappointing. This industry has changed so quickly. I don't think anyone's had time to, to catch up. I know uh, the Australian um, the Australian Association of Publishers is um, got merits and feedback options to it. Um, we're a member of that, and our feedback's fairly yep. positive so far. Me too. But I think they're great. Yeah, but I think um, I think there needs to be some governing on the costings. I think there's a real a realistic. The funny thing is that a lot of a lot of the agencies, a lot of the authors that spoke to me said the agencies they spent or got more cost more than us were ones that um, offered less than us. So <laughs> I was surprised by that option. So I think you've got to weigh up anything about investment is what's the measure of return yeah. to the cost factors and um, not just in sales or, or identifying you know um, profit. I think it has to be in quantifiable services. No, I agree. And there's no measure of that. So even editing, independent editors don't have a consistency. I remember when I had my book out there, I would have prices from fifteen hundred to four thousand dollars for the same book, and I'd be like, "Okay, so how are you different to that, and how are you that?" So again, that freelance option is tricky, and I think that's where, yeah, I think a lot of authors just have to do their research. Go with what they, as I said, what they trust and uncover the best information from. And uh, yeah, it's hard to say. I don't can't give everybody the best opinion. I'm sure, but uh, for us, it's just realistically about being most being affordable to the logic and realism of what we want to to have the project spend. We usually evaluate it by hours, so what hours it takes us. Sure. Um, and work it from there. So sounds good. Yeah. All right, Bradley. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being so. Honest with us in this this call, I think there was uh, some great some great advice, some great information. I think for authors who are who are looking at publishers at the moment and, and unsure which way to go. So really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, my biggest thing is my biggest thing I could say in closing. Yeah. For any is yep. stay local. Yeah. Stay in Australia. Do not go overseas at all. So that's my advice. best advice. Yeah. Good advice. <laughs> Thanks very much, Bradley. Appreciate it. You're most welcome. Thank you, Andrew. And um, yeah, I appreciate your effort and time too, mate. enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.